0: Bismillah ar rahim alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa salatu wa salam ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen, Muhammad wa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam, jasliman kathiran kathirah. Ramabadu, my brothers and sisters, people ask what is about, about what is happening in Palestine. The question people ask, why is it happening? Why doesn't it change? And today, if you think about it, Palestine is just now center stage, but many things have happened. If you take the last few years, you had uh, the whole thing in Iraq, you had Afghanistan for 20 years, you had Syria, you had Yemen, then we have the Rohingyas in Burma, then we have the Uyghurs in uh, China and Allah knows it's not one right Somalia. it's not uh, Somalia yeah there you go Somalia yeah <laughs> Somalia. <laughs> Somalia Sudan right Sudan I mean may Allah have mercy I mean, Subhanallah it is uh, it is not one thing It's not only for the sphere it's all over so why is this happening two or three things we have to be clear in our minds firstly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told why Allah gave us the reason. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Zahar al-fasadu fil barri wal bahri bima kasabat aydi annaasi liyuziqahum ba'da alladhi aamilu lahum yarjihoon. Allah said, the fasad, the trials, tribulations, difficulties, pandemics, wars, killing, what not, which is spread on the sea and the land is because of the Actions of people, what comes, what people have earned, you know, you think about this. Earning, see something, it may happen accidentally. You don't say I earned it, it happened, right? Good luck or bad luck, whatever, I mean, some, something happens. Say, okay, this, I, I got this, it happened. Uh, maybe something you inherited. So you did not do anything for it. You inherited because of your parents or whatnot. But earning means what? Earning means you're actually working for this thing. Right? Earning is working for the thing. So there is a difference between earning and inheriting. Earning and finding. Allah is saying, With your kasab, with your effort, you made this. Now imagine, with our effort, we are buying death, we are buying disaster, we are buying all kinds of trials, tribulations, musibah. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, people say, you no, sometimes people, may Allah have mercy, they say, if there is a God, why does he let it happen? These people say all this who don't, who don't know Allah and these questions. The answer is very simple. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, so I allow it to happen so that you can get a taste of what you are doing to save you from a bigger punishment. So that you turn towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. In another place in Surah Sajid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Walla nuziqannahum. We will give them a taste of the small punishment before the big punishment so that they can turn towards us. So first thing to understand is that these things happen because of our deeds. it is because and each one of us is responsible Believe me I am responsible, you are responsible. It is what we are doing in our lives in our daily lives, because of that, trials and tribulations are coming. Now, the trial and tribulation does not come. For example, if you are using your hand, somebody who is drinking alcohol, he is drinking a lot of alcohol. How does he drink the alcohol? By using his hand. He picks up the glass with alcohol, he drinks it. But what is he, what happens to him? He gets cirrhosis of the liver. Nothing happens to his hand. His hand is fine. His liver packs up, right? Cirrhosis of the liver. He dies. A painful death, but hand is fine. Nothing happens to the hand. So hand says, what can I do? I didn't do anything wrong. No, it's because of you. You you did all this stuff. So it happened somewhere else. Somebody is smoking. So what is involved? His hand is involved. His mouth is involved. But where is the problem? In the lung. Right? You eat all kinds of high cholesterol foods and, and stuff like that. What what is affected? The heart. The heart didn't do anything, poor thing, it sit, you know, it's inside. <laughs> so the problems which are happening in philistine or Somalia or wherever, the people who are actually affected by that, those who are killed with this thing and so on and so forth, believe me, it is not their fault. They, they are actually being rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah said. Allah said those who die in the path of Allah, those who are killed because they are Muslim, those who are uh, destroyed or the people try to kill them. I don't use the word destroyed because they are not destroyed. But they, by because they are Muslim, Allah said they are not died, not they have not even died. They are with the, they are alive. they are alive. And they are with their rub, and they re- and they receive rizq from their rubs. Now this is a in the matter of the guy, It's not a matter of saying rizq means is he eating this or that. No, it, it, it with Allah, and they are getting the rizq. So for them, this is fantastic. This is beautiful. And if you ask them, the the shuhada, whether they are shuhada uh, in uh, Palestine or Somalia or Yemen or anywhere, the people who are shahid fi If you ask the shahid, do you want to go back? Somalia, he no. So, I am with my Rab jalla Jalalu. I am with Inda I will go back to this world for what? I don't want to go back. I am very happy. So, whoever has gone, Alhamdulillah, they have succeeded. Question is us. Question is us who are alive. So, our responsibility. So, therefore, what to do? If it happened by our hands, then it can. Be corrected also by our hands. Meaning, these hands have to rise before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number one, to make istighfar and tawbah. Please, it is high time we learn to drop some things. In our lifetime, in our lifestyle, we have to learn to change some things. If we are not praying, we have to start praying. Because if you believe me, whatever happens in Philistine or this or that, if I I'm not doing Salah, if I'm not making Salah, if I'm not establishing Salah and I die without Salah, I will go to Jahannam. Whether anybody else goes anywhere, makes no difference. All of this is meaningless. If I die without Salah, I am in the hellfire because I have died without Islam. Right? If I have oppressed somebody, if I have taken away somebody's rights, if I have not given my rights to my brother, my sister, my neighbor or whoever I will be answerable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no matter what happens in the world so if I am not praying I must start praying if I am not giving zakat I must start giving zakat if I am not fasting I must start fasting if I am eating haram I must start eating halal if I am eating if I am my business is haram I must change that business if I I am uh, working with or living with interest based loans I must get rid of those loans Right. This is the way. People ask, "Zabiha, huh? I have a halal stamp. I'm buying in a restaurant, depot, or somewhere halal stamp. What is halal stamp? What makes meat halal? That's very simple. The simplest thing to ask is, Udhiya, Qurbani. Say on in in So if I ask you, how do you do Udhya? Tell me please, how do you do it? You take a sheep or you take the cattle, whatever it is, then you take a sharp knife, then you cut the throat, right? So supposing I tell you, no, no, no. Brother Tijani, I have a factory where I am killing or, or processing meat. I have a meat processing factory, right? So I will sell you one sheep is five hundred dollars. So you give me five hundred dollars, I'll give you a ticket, and uh, this sheep you can come and collect the meat after five after you know two hours. So what will you ask me? You say, no, no, first of all how how are you killing this sheep? You say no, oh, no, it's going into the machine. Machine will kill it. Is this is this udhya? Is this khumbari? Is it acceptable? It's haram. So then how is it halal if you are doing it other than Eid-ul-Adha? Is there a different way of slaughter on the day of Eid-ul-Adha? And the rest of the year, 364 days, no problem, some other method. But Eid-ul-Adha has to be, is it like this in this deen? (laughs) Ajeeb. Our method, alhamdulillah, of slaughter is the method of slaughter. Whether you do it on Eidul Asha or you do it on Eidul Fitr or you do it on a normal day or a Sunday or a Monday or a Tuesday, makes no difference. This is the method of slaughter. If you want a bird or an animal to become halal, first of all, it should be halal. You cannot take a, a pig and slaughter it or a dog and slaughter it, no. But it should be halal. And second thing is that it should be slaughtered in a particular way. And that particular way is called Zabiha which is hand slaughtered by a Muslim using a sharp knife in the method which is prescribed, saying Bismillah or at least Bismillah. So we have to practice this, not simply buy anything. And people say, no, no, my brother, you know what, that meat is more expensive. It's not more expensive. That is the price of the meat. The other meat is not less expensive. That is haram. If you want to buy the cheapest meat, the cheapest meat in this country is pork. So buy the buy pork, eat pork. No, If that is your criteria, which is cheap, cheapest is pork. Is that the criteria? Or are you saying it should be halal? If it is halal, this is the price. It's not, it's not a question of what is more, what is this. No, this is the price. Seriously, I, we, have to, we have to examine ourselves. If, the, if something is wrong with your help, you will not say, let me go to the cheapest doctor. Will, will you say that? No, no, you say price is not the issue. I must be cured. I Send me to the best doctor. What will happen? Even if you don't get cured, you will die, right? M- maximum, end of the day, what? Die. You will die anyway, man. Who is going to live forever? Nobody. But do you have to go to Jahannam? No. The hadith of Abu Bakr siddiq Nobody, not not anyone less than that. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. His hadith, he said, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi said, anybody who eats one morsel, one piece of haram, and it becomes a part of his body, gets digested, the fire of jahannam is wajib on this body. He said, this fire of jahannam will burn this body. Illa mashallah, we ask Allah to forgive us. But the point being, that it is something which is so serious. So we have to start practicing it. Eat halal. Earn halal. Interest-based dealings. Doesn't matter who says what. Allah made it haram. Nobody can change it. Rasulullah said the one who, who, who gives on, lends on interest, the one who borrows on interest, the the, the person who writes down that transaction, he neither lent nor borrowed. He's, he's only... ...a clerk, a, uh, an official or whatever... ...he's writing the transaction... ...and the two people who witnessed that transaction... ...he said all of them are cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala... ...they are in the hellfire. And he said... ...kullum sawa. ...he said they are all equal. Hmm? We have to make istighfar and tawbah. If we want the situation in, the, in Palestine... ...or wherever to change... We have to make istifarantwa. We have to go before Allah, cry before Allah and say, Ya Rab, whatever I did till now, I seek your forgiveness. I am giving up this stuff. I will change my life. I will bring my life onto the path that is prescribed by you. Make the sunnah of Rasulullah my path in life. Please forgive me and remove these difficulties. A Sayyidu Tawain, he was sitting with his, with his students. A man came and he said, Please make dua. We have a difficult problem. We have no rain. It is, a, you know, famine. He said, Go make a tawbah, make istighfar. He went away. After that, another man came after some time. He said, I have no children. Please make dua. I am, you know, I'm, I'm desperate. We have no children. Uh, he said, Go make istighfar. Then another man came, he said, I'm very poor, I have no money, I have no food to eat. He said, go make istighfar. So his students asked him, they said, Ya Sayyidi, three people came with three different problems. One man has got famine, another one has no children, he's got no money. Three people with three very different problems, you gave the same solution to all of them. So why? He said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَقُلْتُ رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارَ يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُم مِذْرَارًا وَيُمْدِدُكُم بِأَمْوَالِ وَبَنِينَ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتِ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا He said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Nuh. Make istighfar to your Rabb. He will forgive you. He is the most forgiving. Then He will send you rain. Then He will give you children. Then He will give you wealth. Then He will give you gardens. Then He will give you rivers. Hey? فَقُلْ تُسْتَغْفِ I remind myself and you let us make lot of istighfar. Let us make lot and lot of istighfar. And istighfar is not simply taking a a, a, masbaha and saying subhanallah. No, istighfar is in the heart. Istighfar is truly looking at my own life and saying I am making istighfar for this reason. I I look at wrong things. I, I, I listen to wrong things. I read wrong things. I do wrong things. I speak in a bad way. Whatever it is, right? For each one of us, it, it will be different. May Allah forgive us. Whatever I am supposed to do, I must do. What I am not supposed to do, I must leave and make istighfar and we ask Allah. To accept our Tawbah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to make istighfar. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove the difficulties on all the people in the world. And we ask Allah not to hold us responsible because they are suffering and we are the reason. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to not make us the reason for anybody else's suffering to save them and to save us.